All right, welcome to AJ Let's Talk Sports, the podcast. Also, check me out YouTube, AJ Let's Talk Sports. Haven't had a chance to really do it. I've been working a lot of hours this week. So have a new schedule for you guys. I'm going to try to drop a YouTube channel, a uh, YouTube video again today or tomorrow. So I just want to give you guys a heads up that um, it's probably only going to be dropping on once a week on Friday. And then maybe on a Sunday, it's going to probably be um, either a YouTube or a podcast to recap the week. Um, but yeah, so it's just going to be Friday and Sunday, but it's definitely going to be on a Friday, but Sunday is going to be hit and miss with the podcast or YouTube either or. So I'll let you guys know that. So let's go ahead and get right into these, um, uh, topics that we're wanting to talk about here. So this is all going to, this is just going to be a, a, all UFC podcast tonight. This is going into the UFC fight night tonight at 9 o'clock central time is the main event, 10 o'clock Eastern, and it's going to be Kevin Gastelum versus Robert Whitaker from the land down under. Look at me with the brand new hundy. That's, he's from, um, sorry, he's from uh, <laughs> uh, Australia, mate. You go to Australia, you're going to go fight, and come up here in Las Vegas and fight. Anyway. I don't know if that was English or Australian or whatever it is. All right, here we go. UFC 260. This this is going to be I'm going to go I'm actually going to advance to July 10th. This is July 10th fight. UFC 264 tickets. The prices for Conor McGregor versus Dustin the Diamond Poirier 3. McGregor Poirier trilogy. July 10th. Be there or be square. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Live on Hair Arena. Playing. I used to do that Air Arena. That's Dayton, Ohio for all you people, my local people down in uh, Dayton, Ohio. But I, I bet you all haven't heard that one in a while. But it's actually a Saturday fight. So let, look at this. The seats soar as high as $10,000. $10,000 for a ticket to go to uh, the July 10th fight. I think it's in Houston. No, it's in, uh, so after spending more than a year behind closed doors thanks to the outbreak of coronavirus, UFC will announce again, uh, a pack, again, packed a T-Mobile arena in Las Vegas. I can't even read. So it's a pay-per-view fight on Saturday, July 10th. I told you about that, the trilogy fight, T-Mobile arena. I thought it was going to be in Houston, but apparently not. I mean, it might have been mistaken. So ticket prices for UFC 264. They go on sale today. That was that was April 15th. So April 15th, it went on sale. That was a couple days ago. They range from $300 to $10,000. is according to Aaron Bronstetter. And you'll need a subscription to UFC Fight Club to buy them. Additional pre-sale tickets go on sale tomorrow. That'll be April 16th. So I'm reading this after this article has already been published a couple of days ago. So April 16th at 5 Eastern time, but requires special code available by subscribing to the UFC newsletter. And then there's like a little thing you can click on to actually subscribe to the newsletter. Then you have to subscribe to be the UFC Fight Club as well. Or is that the same thing? UFC newsletter, UFC Fight Club, same thing, different? I don't know. Assuming there are any seats still available by the time the two pre-sales are over, the general, general, the general public will have access to whatever's left over at AXS.com. That's AXS.com. Unless you have money to burn or have been 
set me up this kind of thing. Prepare to be disappointed when you see what $300 gets you. I don't want to call those seats high altitude, but Kane Velasquez would be 0-17 if that's where his career was spent. Ha! <laughs> that's funny. So yeah, $300, but I'd probably want to buy something really nice. But that was just a little topic I just wanted to talk about. We're going to talk more about the UFC 264 McGregor versus the Dustin Diamond Poirier trilogy. We have a couple months till that happens. Like I said, July 10th. So I just wanted to touch base with it right there. And uh, next topic, please. All right, so we're going into the next topic, and it's going to be Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz is one of my favorite fighters of all time. One of my absolute favorites. He's a welterweight. He's a lightweight. He's done 175. He's done 155. I think he's even gone. He might have gone up to. I don't think he's ever done middleweight. I think he just stays at welterweight and um, lightweight. Anyway, so here's uh, coming off of SB Nation, MMAfighting.com. If you guys are hiring, just let me know because I'll. I like to work for you guys. So, anyways, Nate Diaz to you, Nate Diaz UFC. Make little bitch Conor McGregor a belt for his confidence. So, I guess there's been like a little feud going back and forth. This was actually today, this morning at seven o'clock. So, on the April seventeenth, it is uh, two thirty nine Central Time. Uh, just thought I'd let everybody know, so that way you guys can get a grip of when you where you guys listen to this. So. Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor have been spatting for years now because they they actually need it. I believe they should have a trilogy as well. But if Conor loses and Nate Diaz wins, then I you know I don't think Conor gets that shot. And then Diaz will be able to go and move up for a belt in the welterweight division, lightweight division, whatever. So anyway, um, he's going to fight May 15th. May 15th versus Leon Edwards, by the way. So we're going to talk more about that, but that's coming up here soon. But I'm going to have another, another podcast by then. So that next week, looks like we're going to be another, uh, we're about, yeah, we're about a month out for that fight, two months out for the McGregor-Poye fight. So anyways, so Nate Diaz isn't done trolling Conor McGregor. He's from Stockton, California. Like I said, one of my buddies um, that I worked with as a, and a lighting technician, he's from Stockton. He's actually out there now. I keep talking about him a little bit. Anyways, what's up, Jeremy? Jeremiah, Jeremy. Native um, win another round with the former two division champ on Friday with the latest two salvo beginning over McGregor's tweet at the UFC's to make two new belts. So here's some tweets here. This is what we're going to be discussing here. So Conor McGregor's on Twitter here. Let's do two belts, actually, at UFC. Champ, champ, always does two. We've got the McGregor belt currently in creation. And now we've got the all-new RMF belt, the richest motherfucker belt. Um, that's what he's gonna. That's what he wants. Uh, this way, we can put both the rubies and the emeralds to good use. What he said. Twenty-one thousand likes on that one. We'll see how Nate Diaz does on his Twitter. Here we go. McGregor's wish to receive a McGregor belt touched off an expletive-filled argument with Diaz, his two-time opponent. This time, Diaz stuck with sarcasm. Nate Diaz here on Twitter. Here you go. At UFC. Go ahead and make this little bitch a belt or two with rubies or whatever he wants on it. I think he really needs it. I need his uh, I need his confidence high so he can do well. So go ahead and make the belt if you would like to. And go out there and get him, champ. <laughs> now that was what Nate Diaz said. 
uh, 4,000 likes. That was last night, April 16th, 7.25. And then Conor McGregor had that was at 5 o'clock yesterday. 21,000 to 4,000. Obviously, Conor McGregor is more um, you know, popular than Nate Diaz, but Nate Diaz is a stud. I like Nate Diaz. McGregor is set to return to the Octagon versus Dustin Owen Poirier to UFC 264, July 10th. We already talked about that. Diaz, meanwhile, is scheduled to face Leon Edwards at UFC 262 on May 15th. That This is the one that I was thinking of. At the Toyota Center in Houston, that full-capacity event is already a sellout. Like we, like we already know in the news and everything, Texas is wide open. Texas, no mask mandate. Loving it. Many fans expected Diaz to be McGregor's next opponent after his knockout loss to Poirier in their rematch at UFC 257. But Poirier passed on a shot at the vacant title in favor of a trilogy with McGregor, and the Irish Stars rubber match with Diaz was shelved once again. See, I wanted, I actually wanted the McGregor-Diaz fight, but I guess Poirier was giving him an extra shot, I guess for you know respect, I don't know. But that's all I have for this one. That's the only article. It's probably going to be a quick little nice little short podcast for the weekend. And we're all talking about the UFC as we ramp up to the UFC fight night. And that's what our next topic is. So let's buckle up, baby. All right, this is the main title of conversation today. Again, Ultimate Fighting Championship, UFC. And also, I don't know what's going on. I've been trying to search for this and look for this for a while now, the past few weeks. But last year, in the midseason, we were, they were all talking about how UFC, the Ultimate Fighter, is going to come at season 29, and it's going to drop. Supposedly, it was supposed to already drop last month. But I haven't seen it. I got ESPN Plus, and I haven't seen any new ult- The Ultimate Fighter Season 29 drop yet. So I don't know what in the world's going on with this. If anybody knows anything, please feel free to let me know. DM me, message me, shout at me, yell at me, call me, whatever. So I'm just trying to figure out what in the hell's going on with The Ultimate Fighter Season 29. So if anybody has any news on that, please feel free to let me know. So, here's this according to CBS MMA. This was just written about an hour ago. Brent Brookhouse. What's up, Mr. Brookhouse? She's a brick. Da, 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 da. Brookhouse. Bum, 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 da. He's matching my tear. Just letting it all hang out. And if he was a fighter, that'd be cool. Like a little, that'd be a song coming out. Brent Brookhouse would be. So, you'll see fight night predictions. Robert Whitaker versus Kelvin Gastelum. Fight cards, blah, blah, blah. Time, odds, live streams, blah, blah, blah. Again, it's on ESPN+. Plus. So, if you have ESPN+, Plus, you can watch it. I should probably just do a live ESPN+, Plus feed off my YouTube channel. We might, I might think about that, but that's at 9 o'clock, like I said, Central. So, anyways. Um, former, we'll just a little bit, read a little bit about this stuff. Uh, former middleweight champion Robert Whitaker continues his road back to the title. Um, let's see... It's a man he was scheduled to defend his title against when he held it in Kelvin Gastelum. Kelvin, let's measure it in Kelvins. I don't know if you're just like science buff. Both men are hoping a win gets them a rematch with current title holder Israel Adesanya later on this year. So that would be pretty sweet. So it would be a middleweight matchup. This is, pro- this is where I want to be at. I want to be 185. That's what I always wanted to be. This is what I was in high school. So it was my junior year and senior year in high school. And I haven't weighed that since. Actually, actually, when I, I think I was like 21, 22, I dropped down to 155 when I was working uh, third shift and only ate once a day. But anyways, I didn't look very good at 155, I'll tell you that much. So 185 is where I want to be at. 
Anyways, I'm selfish talking about myself again. Whitaker's dominant run in the division came to an end October 2019 when he suffered a brutal second-round knockout to Adesanya. He has since rebounded with a win over uh, Darren Till and Jared Kananier. I don't even want to say his name. There was talk about Whitaker rematching Adesanya, but Whitaker was committed to taking December away from training to spend the holidays with his family. Now he has to pick up another victory to hold on a spot and next man up. So because he wanted to spend time with his family, it's sad that he had to do that, but he spent time with his family and then he wants to be able to get the shot at Adesanya. So hopefully he gets this win because I kind of like Whitaker. So I'm going to be going down the list of who's a picks. So, but here in a second. So Gaslam's also looking for a chance to meet Adesanya in the octagon for a second time. The two men fought UFC 236 in a thriller that many saw as a 2019 fight of the year. Adesanya won the fight and entered a middleweight title going on in his fight with Whitaker to become undisputed champion. So they already done fought each other. Both, both have already done fought each other. So it's going to be like kind of a trilogy rematch here. Whoever wins. Gaslam's follow-up fights were not as successful, however, as he dropped bouts with Till and Jack Hermanson before getting back in the win column with a decision win over Ian Heinich in February. Marvin Vittori is coming off his own fight night victory and caught in rematch with Adesanya, representing seemingly the only other man in the immediate title mix, but Gaslam believes the winner of his fight with Whitaker should receive the next crack at the belt. And here's a quote. I get the win, I get my hand raised, and I get the chance to fight for the title next. So there you go. Gaslam said at the events media day. But it all depends on what Dana White thinks, because he's the president, and I'm sure he has some people that actually make the fights happen, so we'll see what happens with that if Kevin Gaslam wins. I, I would say, I mean, I, maybe Gaslam has to show up again, but Whitaker's a good, um, good match for him, good, good test for the title. Test for the title. I like that. So either one. I think if either one, whoever wins tonight in the main event, Gaslam Whitaker should have a shot to take the middleweight title away from Israel Adesanya. But good luck with that. So the co-main event is slated to see veteran Jeremy Stevens take on Dracker Close in a lightweight battle. Okay, we're just going to go ahead and scroll down here. Uh, is Arlovsky for Former UFC heavyweight champion Andre Arlovsky is back when he takes on Chase Sherman in a featured bout. Arlovsky's 42 years old. Ah! Andre Arlovsky is fighting tonight. I didn't even know that. I, I mean, I already done read this article already, but I didn't even see that. I did. I guess I just panned over it. But here's the um, UFC fight card and odds. Starting with the first fight card on the main event. Luis Pena and Alex Munoz. This is a lightweight division fight. Um, Pena is the favorite at 160. 160. So make your bets now. Abdul, I've already done all mine. I went on the, uh, what was it, the ESPN UFC Pick'ems. So I picked them already. I've already picked all the fights. Hopefully I get some, I don't think you get any money out of it. It's just for fun. So Abdul Razak Halhassan versus Jacob Malkoon. This is a middleweight fight. And Hal Hassan looks like he's favored pretty big at minus 300. So Al Hassan looks good there. Yeah, I'm taking, um, taking Pena and Al Hassan. Now we're going to the heavyweight fight with Andre Arlovsky versus Chase Sherman. Chase Sherman slightly favored by a minus 105. Uh, actually, no. Both of, 
Arlovsky is favored by one, 115, so that's a really close, almost even fight here. Take your pick. Um, I'm going with Arlovsky because I got to go with the uh, fang teeth, um, you know, the, the mouthpiece there. Anyways, okay, Jeremy Stevens, Drakkar Close. Stevens is favored by 120. Let's go with Stevens. And then your main event of the night, Robert Whitaker is favored by minus 270 over Kelvin Gastelum. Like I said, so I'm going to go with Whitaker. So I'm probably, it looks like I'm picking all, yeah, I am. I'm picking all favorites in this matchup. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully it's going to be a lot better because the one, I remember the one fight I lost last, I, I saw last month. I went six for six on that night, uh, that fight anyway. So it went too bad. But let's not make it go to decisions, guys. Can we just don't let it don't let it go to a decision and let the let the judges have to dis- decide what's going to happen here. That's all I got to say. I don't know. Or you can try for free. Here you go, Fubo TV. Stream at Fubo TV. Try it for free. It says. So let's talk about, here's the little predictions that we wanted to talk about here. I already made my picks, but here's the uh, CBS MMA picks here. Whitaker versus Gaslam. Gaslam is stepping into this fight on roughly one month's notice after Paulo Costa was forced to withdraw. I forgot about that. That is correct. So he would have had, he would have had to beat Paulo Costa, which is a tough one too. Paulo Costa is a beast. That is both an advantage and disadvantage. It's never great to step into a fight Without a full camp, Gaslam is a southpaw fighter with a different style than heavy-hitting orthodox fighter Costa. The change in opponent will force Whitaker to do some mid-camp adjusting. Gaslam went back to a grappling base against Heinrich in his most recent fight, and that could set the style um, that he attempts to use against Whitaker. Whitaker is a good anti-grappler, um, and if he can get Gaslam to engage in a brawl, there are a few men who can successfully stand and trade for a full with him who's his pick all right we got um we i know we talked about him earlier we did a little nice little singing along with him brent brookhouse not with him though brent brookhouse he has robert whitaker by via unanimous decision which i don't want to go to decisions i'm tired of seeing go to decision who will win whitaker versus gaston and which fighter will deliver a shocking upset and then there's like all from the Ultimate Insider, who's up nearly 9,500 in the past year. And there it is. So would you want to take a note, a closer look at some of these guys here? Let's take a closer look at some of these guys. Let's look at uh, Kelvin Gastelum here. And let's see. He's 5'9", 185 pounds, like we said. That's the uh, uh, middleweight division here. Uh, 29 years old from San Jose, California. Fighting out of Yuma, Arizona. Nationality is American. Let's see, is there anything cool about him? Let's see if we got some personal life updates here. Um, welterweight and middleweight. He is a southpaw, so I like that. Really like that because I, I got to stick with my left-handers. Black belt and 10th planet jiu-jitsu under Brian Beaumont. He was a NJCAA wrestler. Uh, 71 and a half inch reach. Let's see here. Mixed martial arts record, 23 fights, 16 and 6 all time. Let's take a look at his early life. Gaston is of Mexican descent. His family is from Obregón, Sonora, where he lived temporarily during his childhood. 
So nothing much, really much about his personal life, though. I don't think he's that much that famous right now, so we're not going to really talk about all him. So there's Kevin Gaslam. Robert Whitaker. Let's take a look at Robert Whitaker. Um, he's more famous than he than Gaslam is. Obviously, he's also been around a lot longer, I've, and also a former uh, middleweight champion. Five eleven. Um, twenty two wins. He's thirty years old from Middlemore Hospital. Auckland, New Zealand. I thought he was from um, Australia, so it's not. It's New Zealand. So here we go. His spouse, Sophia Whitaker. So let's see here. Let's talk more about him here. Robert Whitaker. I'm getting all kinds of updates for Pizza Hut. I don't want to eat Pizza Hut. Come on. Let's see. 30, there's other names, The Reaper, Bobby Knuckles is some of the names. He actually lives, he does live in Sydney, New South Wales, Australia. He says he is Australian. Welterweight, middleweight. So it seems like the welterweight middleweights are always switching back and forth from each other, aren't they? And then there's, well, welterweight and then lightweight, which Nate Diaz has done. His team, TriStar Gym. And let's see, that was only for like a few couple of years. PMA Super Martial Arts, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu, Smeaton Grange. And stand strong boxing. It's got a 73 inch reach, about two and a half inch reach, uh, more than Gastelum. Henry Perez and Justin Fitzgerald are his teachers. He's a black belt in Hapkido, black belt in Goju Ryo Karate, and a black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu under Alex Pretis. 2009 is when he started to present. Now, he has 27 total fights, 22 and 5 is his MMA record. Let's take a look at his personal life. Whitaker and his wife, Sophie, have three sons, John, Jack, and Jace. Cool. JJJ. Oh, and a daughter, Liliana. That's cool. Four of them, boys. Four of them, boys. Whitaker also has legal guardianship of his younger half-sister and brother, Curie and Henry Matafio. That's pretty sweet. Big time family man there, Mr. Robert Whitaker. I like that. Like that. Representing both Australia and New Zealand. Whitaker's father is an Australian of European descent, and his mother is of uh, Maori and Samoan descent. He said in an interview, Pretty much all my mother's side is Kiwi, and we have a strong Maori heritage, he said further. Quote, I feel really privileged to have that Maori blood and link, and link to my past. I got my tattoo out of respect to that. Whitaker was born in New Zealand and moved to Australia when he was one month old. As stated in an interview, my mother wanted to have me back home, so she came back. After I was born, we came back to Australia. It's half of who I am as Maori, and my mom's roots go back to Samoa when asked about his nationality in an interview with the Australian TV program, The Project. He declared that he had an Australian passport, but added that he felt as if he represented both countries as an MMA fighter. Here's another quote here. I'm blessed to be in this position. Every time I walk in the octagon, I feel like I'm representing Australia and New Zealand. It's the highest honor and the highest privilege. I am immensely proud to be an Australian, to be a pioneer in the sport too. You know, lead, lead today's MMA scene against all these other countries. You know, it really, it really does light me up to see that the Australian flag when I walk out, you know, to hear them called out that I'm Australian and I am very patriotic. I am really proud of my country and proud of where I am from. So that's end quote. So, Youth Clinics for Community Service. He does a lot of good stuff for his community there. 
looks like. Got a lot of good family man and a lot of good things going on in Robert Whitaker's life. That's pretty cool. I like that. I like that a lot. But anyways, like we said, we already picked picked the fights. And hopefully it'd be a good one and we get some kind of finish. I want all finishes in this main card. Hopefully we can get all main finishes. That'd be pretty sweet. So there you go. There's the podcast. AJ Let's Talk Sports. Follow. Keep listening. Um, again, like I said, the YouTube video, man, the YouTube channel that I'm doing, I'm trying to get the Century Giveaway. I have 53, 53 subscribers on YouTube. Let's keep it moving, all right? Love you guys.